0: The next day, John was there again with two of his disciples. When he saw Jesus passing by, he said, Look, the Lamb of God! When the two disciples heard him say this, they left and followed Jesus. Turning around, Jesus saw them following and asked, What do you want? They said, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? Come, he replied, and you will see. So they went and they saw where he was staying, and they spent that day with him. It was about four in the afternoon. Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of the two who heard what John had said and who had followed Jesus. The first thing Andrew did was to find his brother Simon and tell him, we have found the Messiah, that is, the Christ, and he brought him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, you are Simon, son of John, you will be called Cephas, which when translated is Peter. John chapter 1 verses 35 through 42. It's sad to say, but it can be very hard sometimes to get churches and ministries and denominations to work together. This can be because of sincere philosophical differences or deeply held theological differences, but sometimes it's because of much less noble traits like jealousy or competition or self-preservation. We don't want to lose anybody to another church. Contrast those attitudes to John the Baptist here, who once again points all the attention away from himself and gives all the attention to Jesus. John is actually so good at promoting Jesus that he loses two of his own disciples who, upon realizing who Jesus is, instantly leave John to follow after Christ and be discipled by him. No doubt they must have heard about him from John, heard about the Messiah to come, so they were well prepared in one sense. But still, in a heartbeat, upon seeing him and hearing that he's the Lamb of God, they leave their teacher instantly. They leave their lifestyle, their set way of doing things, they abandon their plans, and abandon themselves to an entirely new cause. Knowing what we know about John the Baptist, it's hard to imagine him getting too upset about any of this. His whole life was about pointing to Jesus, and he was so good at it that even his own disciples would take up the cause. One of the two disciples, Andrew, instantly goes and gets his brother Simon, and is already proclaiming to Simon that Jesus is the Messiah. Simon, too, would leave what he was doing and come and follow Jesus right away. And this is the challenging call for all of us, too. Will you leave it all behind to follow Jesus? But my life is comfortable. I have a great job. I like the way things are. I'm feeling good about where I'm going. I have plans, we say. But I'm sure the same thing could have been said about Andrew and about Peter, but they gave it all up in order to follow Jesus. We have to remember that there is a cost to following Christ. There can only be one Lord of my life. And it can certainly be me. I can take that seat myself. But if I claim that Jesus is my Lord, then by definition, I'm not the Lord. I'm not the boss. I'm not doing just whatever I want anymore. I have chosen to bow my knee to Jesus' kingship. And because of that, he is Lord. He's the boss. He gets to call the shots it's not his job to mold to my lifestyle and my comfort and my choices. It's my job to mold my lifestyle and my comfort and my choices to him. This is never more clear than with Andrew's brother who gets introduced to us in this passage in the gospel. This man was not born with the name Peter but was originally born as Simon, which means a reed. And like a reed, Peter would be flexible, blowing in the wind, unsteady, insecure. No offense to anyone named Simon out there. But when Jesus meets him, knowing all of these things, he gives him a new name, Peter. Cephas, which means rock. And as he walked with Jesus, Peter would become a rock. He would become a foundation layer for the church. unshakable in his faith, even to the point of laying down his life literally for Jesus. We do have to change to follow after Jesus. We have to sacrifice. We have to lay our own desires aside. We have to put him and his kingdom first. Andrew and Peter do this in today's verses. But as we do that, as we leave ourselves behind to follow Jesus like Peter, we will find that we are also being changed by Jesus, being formed into the person that we were always meant to be. To mull over today, thinking about your past, thinking about where you've come from, What's the most significant change that Jesus has brought into your life? And once you've thought about that, why don't you tell someone that story today?